Hello and welcome. You're listening to 13, a podcast about being and creating. This is a podcast that acknowledges the mundane and celebrates the everyday. Here, we interact, read, and share our experiences with an intent to be and to create. Your hosts for today are Prasanna and myself Shantesh. So let's get started. Recently in the last week of October we wrote about Idli on 13th daily writings after it triggered so much of controversy about a month ago when a british professor named edward anderson called idlis the most boring thing in the world he must have said it in the passing but it got shashi tharoor's attention when his son ishan retweeted it and shashi tharoor responded to his son saying yes my son there are some who are truly challenged in this world civilization is hard to acquire the taste and refinement to appreciate idlis enjoy cricket or watch autumn tholal is not given to every mortal take pity on this poor man for he may never know what life can be but i think uh, how people took it was they took real offense in uh, uh, somebody calling my idli boring you know mm. you get identified with idli this i think happened on in the first week of october until the second week of october also there were some articles in, in the sunday pull out and newspapers as well where they were uh, for and against this idea of idli but none were looking at the root cause where you know this comes from taking offense now i was also wondering if instead of this british professor if somebody from south india had commented something like this would it be okay would people have taken such an offense on this kind of a statement probably not but what happened is somebody from an outside is commenting about idli which is my idli and we get identified with something which is which belongs to us as if that person is commenting to me that you are like this and how can you eat this and that must have triggered this conversation but if you look at the nature of idli itself and the first post that we put on monday the power of a boring idli as we call the title of the post is we've characterized idli uh, uh, from a point of view that she carries uh, a history a culture a lineage a story and therefore when we generally look at any food item particularly we look at the taste texture and the consistency you know like for you also you said idli is dry and therefore you can't swallow it and therefore you prob- probably have problem with food that is dry by nature yeah but so we look at taste consistency uh, uh, and texture but essentially flavor is something much more than just the physical aspect of the food flavor comes from its story its history its lineage its culture its roots and so idli carries that but it carries it so gracefully is also what the post puts where when we when we look at uh, and and to put that across uh, in the, the last particular paragraph i'll just read out after all living each moment fully is how we flourish as individuals and as a culture civilization is hard to acquire and a civilized is a reflection of the taste and refinement of the otherwise mundaneness of this moment not every mortal is in 
inheritance of this life skill therefore be compassionate rather than taking pity to this individual from the far away land and to the individuals who pounced upon him like the noble idli a civilized can choose to continue serving silently so the point is that the idli is not disappointed or disheartened by this comment at all yeah she continues to serve silently True. it is the people who are actually uh, uh, kind of offended whereas idli is kind of serving the rich and the poor alike without any discrimination without any differentiation and she has continued serving that way for thousands of years and perhaps will continue for the next few thousand years very true and i i like the way you put that how we associate our belongingness our uh, connection with some of the things now if you see i may get offended when someone talks about idli or dosa or uh, any other south indian thing or you can say even indian food for that matter simply because i am an indian hmm. now if i was not an indian my reaction would have been different at the same time as you said if an indian person would have said anything about idli especially a south indian person then my reaction would have been different so uh, as krishnamurthy says this whole idea of nationality is a very violent idea so that kind of uh, says that idli is good mm. and it is from india and anything where i am born Hmm. how can you say something about it or why are you being offensive about it so just because i am born in india india is great and that's why idli is also great now that's something which i want to just put for the conversation let's see how this conversation goes but uh, it would be interesting to see how we go from here you are referring to j krishnamurthy i suppose right uh, yeah and and nationality itself is a very violent act uh, because you kind of are cultured into thinking that how your civilization is the richest now you all know harari uh, uh, the the uh, author of uh, sapiens uh, also in one of his talks was mentioning that uh, if you go around the world uh, every civilization will tell that how they invented everything and how everything originates from there this was the original idea from where everything came uh so if you go to israel it will be uh, people there saying that how they were the uh, higher sort of degree of civilization if you go to germany uh, maybe back in the uh, uh, particularly during Hit- hitler's regime they thought themselves to be the superior race of course in india you have a story of its own if you go to china you will hear this so the point is that every civilization is cultured to think that they are the superior and you are you assume that you are the luckiest person because you are born there which is good in a way you should respect your culture and 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 uh, appreciate the history and the lineage but at the same time you cannot disregard any other person's views uh, and that creates only divide now in this particular case if somebody from an outside world says this the moment you because you are born here like you said because i am born in india and now somebody talks about idli i get offended <laughs> i i take it as a comment on me actually now here is an opportunity actually to use nationality or religion or culture to realize that you are not bound by this physical form 
that you inherit but that that is kind of fluid and it changes which means that you have the capability to actually include a larger realm within you so your boundary as extended when you include why not include even larger realm of humanity and now let's say if this british professor who commented consider to respond the way you would have responded to another say south indian or your family member for that matter for commenting that oh no you like idli i really hate it i don't like it you wouldn't have responded or reacted or retaliated to your brother in that same manner and so probably to look at from that point of view can this be an opportunity to expand our boundaries yeah so i i agree with you so in a way it is like questioning who are you to talk about my culture or who are you to talk about my food so that is where this whole thing is coming and as you said if we take a bigger realm if we come from a place of humanity and look at food as food whether it is coming from whatever culture it is and then respecting the history of that food or uh, how it has come or the context around which it has been there i think that opens up different things it gives you opportunity to experience different things rather than um, being very stingy in your uh, thought process of sticking to one particular thing and that's what i have seen personally also you and i both have been to different parts of world in different times and we have seen that very few people are open to new things i have seen quite a few of my indian friends searching indian restaurant whether they are in paris or in london or in munich i i, I am not against that it's absolutely their personal choice and they should be eating whatever they like but my point is that there is no harm in being open to new food experiencing new culture and then celebrating the whole thing rather than offending or defending cultures and foods when you are talking about your friends i see people within our country you know when they travel abroad uh, as tourists they will take along with them the cooks and everything correct that they can't eat the food uh, outside now even if they are non vegetarian eaters they find it so difficult to just be open and receptive but can we be open to other cultures other civilizations you are going to another place that itself suggests that you are open correct now when it comes to food why suddenly then close ourselves right the people there are living and eating that they are fit and fine so that means it should be good for human beings you can consume it of course you will consume it with a little caution your taste is not acquired for that kind of a food right. but if you are open then there is an opportunity to connect with that other individual which often lacks very true and i have seen that many a times even if in india if you see many foreigners who come uh, when it comes to indian food i have seen people being very open and as you rightly said sometimes the spices are very strong for them sometimes it is not easy for them from a, a, a digestion point of view but then all said and done it is interesting to see how different cultures when they are uh, coming together that brings a new uh, variety all together so Uh, whether it is mixing of uh, some some of the south indian food now we know there are chinese dosas there are uh, <laughs> chinese bhel so mm. I, i i don't see any some people who are very purist may have 
severe of, uh, offense against this because they may think that it is not good to mix to cultures or to food but i think being open trying new things is uh, something which will bring a new recipe altogether so for that from that point of view when you bring chinese dosa for many may take offense for chinese dosa but uh, i would like to reiterate uh, the, the story of masala dosa masala dosa actually has potatoes in it and potatoes in india are relatively new they come from south america so how did they end up into our dosa into our staple into our day to day diet so if we look at the history actually you know uh, the the idea of dosa is they were always soft like pancakes and so uh, uh, when the british arrived onto our shores they called dosa as indian pancakes and to please or appease the british uh, many indian uh, outlets started serving pancakes and mashed potato so indian pancakes and mashed potato which were served with butter so you in davangere benne dosa you have ma- literally mashed potato without even turmeric or chilies to it and pancakes as in uh, the dosa with, uh, which is puffy which is like a, a consistency of pancake with lot of butter to it now that that became a very popular dish amongst south indians as well and it is quite rich healthy it keeps you full and and tasty and delicious no doubt about it but during world war 1 when many soldiers uh, were fighting uh, uh, the british soldiers the indian soldiers who were fighting they needed some food and the basic starch that they like they could get energy and they would be f- have have a feeling of being full were the potatoes so all potatoes were exported now when they exported the potatoes uh, they had to give something with the dosas here so they started making this finely chopped onion masala and lot of uh, brahmins had problem with eating onion so they made a crispier version of dosa and hide onions inside and give but when people ate so you know in india like uh, you don't eat egg but uh, in cakes it is allowed so, something like that so people who went outside now ate onion by mistake oh now i have paid for it i should not waste that's part of our culture also but people then said okay i can eat outside i don't eat onion in my home and they started finding excuses to eat that now when the potatoes came back they again added back the potatoes and so if you see actually it is not the uh, uh, potato uh, like the filling you make for vada pav which is completely prepared along with the masalas but yeah. even today in darshan is they actually mash the potatoes by hand and mix it with the masala there are two separate things and then they make the uh, bhaji so it's not the uh, uh, the palle is not from uh, uh, like how we prepare in maharashtrian homes or in home there are two separate entities point being that actually because of world war dosa came into picture right now masala dosa is Uh, a sort of a relatively new invention and so if we can accept that then there should not be any harm in accepting chinese dosa right and as you rightly said maybe not only masala dosa there are quite a few food which are amalgamation of different cultures mixture coming from different places for whatever reason someone gifted something to someone from some era and that has now come in our plate so Uh, that's hugely possible i'm sure when it comes to chili when it comes to different spices which were there only in india then it moved out to other parts of world so quite a few things uh, whether it is italian food or uh, 
whether it is the american food or the chinese food we see lot of things getting amalgamated from different parts of the world and creating a very delicious blend you can say of mm. cultures and food mm. but if we if we fundamentally look at any food as evolution right it is not like a, a natural element that is found in nature food has always evolved now for somebody i have also seen in south india taking offense with idli Uh, which is made with idli rava which is typically in bangalore darshan is the idli is also not just rice it is also the mixture of uh, semolina or suji uh, a particular grain size which is meant for idli which makes it puffier uh, but idli is traditionally supposed to be made only in rice but now if you go back into history then they were also supposed to be steamed in particular leaves and for, for particular occasions they were supposed to be made in particular so where where do you draw the line that you know i call myself purist because i eat idli only made from rice and not with rava but actually if you go back to the history then that is a corrupted version and there is another version of it and another version of it so where do you actually draw the line yeah so drawing the line is something which i think is the most difficult part and it is better not to do it simply because as you said everyone has their own choice now if you go in indore 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 they eat jalebi with poha poha right now someone who yeah. is from maharashtra may find it very difficult how what the hell what kind of combination is this but <laughs> <laughs> you don't know so there are different the, uh, combinations and the whole point of this conversation is to not find where to draw the lines but actually to dissolve these lines absolutely which we have drawn so i think we can complete our conversation with an inquiry that is there a possibility to look at culture or to look at history from its richness but not from my richness or my association or my identity and in doing so is there an opportunity for us to dissolve this line rather than drawing a new line thank you for listening for more such podcasts and daily blogs subscribe us on creating13.com that is creating13.com For 6 days a week we write blogs on such topics with an intent to promote everyday writing. These blogs are inspired by our own writings, a morning ritual that we religiously follow. We hope that these texts will provide some fodder for thought for an inner inquiry. We believe that writing each day allows one to observe life as is and it brings a genuine clarity from within. You can follow us on our Twitter or Instagram handle creating underscore one three or on our Facebook page creating one three. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and we wish to have you with us again next week for listening a new episode on a new topic. Until then, take care.